So welcome, dear listener, to episode 116 of The Pastor and the Guy Next Door. And uh, apparently we're both hungry because we have decided and uh, mutually agreed we're going to talk about food. Well, I don't know if I'm hungry, but I did eat a lot of spaghetti and meatballs, one of my favorite all-time meals when Lisa's gone. And it's one of my all-time favorites because, number one, it's easy. And number two, I like it a lot. And Lisa doesn't like the red sauce and sausage or meatballs as much as I do. She'll have the pasta and the white sauce and chicken. Because, you know, girls always have to keep their girlish figures. And (laughs) us guys, I don't know if we care or not. (laughs) We care about them, but not about us. Right, yes. Girlish figures look good on them. That's right. Not so much on us. That's right. That's my, that's my story. So yeah. we are discussing, uh, you and I, about spaghetti is one of our all-time favorites. Does that does lasagna go with that? Uh, I pretty much like any pasta dish with uh, meat and Pasta sauce. dish or pasta dish? Yes, I like them both. So it sounded like you said pass the dish. Pasta. Or pasta, however you want to phrase pasta. it. Pasta. So if it's pasta and uh, meat and red sauce, there's a pretty good chance that I like it. Okay. So yes, I do indeed like lasagna. Uh, but I think spaghetti and meatballs is my number one top dish um, then number two would be probably anything with lots of rice wild rice or white rice um yes <laughs> all of the uh, I, I like wild rice but we don't buy it that often um, so mostly white rice now when you go to like a Chinese restaurant do you get wild rice or is it uh, fried rice? Uh, it depends uh, what I'm going to eat it with. Uh, I'll either do fried rice or... Uh, I generally eat fried rice when I just want to... I eat fried rice as a, a dish in its own right. Oh, okay. So if I'm having rice with something... little soy sauce. Then... I would uh, get the white rice and have it with whatever else I'm selecting off of either the menu or the buffet. Uh, but yeah, I I love fried rice. Uh, beef fried rice is my favorite, and uh, any any of the fried rice are, are good for me. Yes, yeah, all all fried rice is good. And then there are some places we'll do kind of a an all sorts fried rice where there'll be beef, chicken, and shrimp. I've had one of those, and that was really very nice. Have you ever gone to these places that where they cut it up and cook it in front of you? Yes, I have. Yes. I've been to one. No, I'll take that back. I think three of them. I have a been to... A couple times in Minneapolis, and then one in Madison. Uh... Which one did you go to in Madison? The, the Ginza. Main? It was on Odana Road many, many years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, 
I have not been to that one, but I have been to Hoo-Hot, which is in Middleton. Okay. And that's a... The generic term, I think, is a Mongolian barbecue. So you go through the the ingredient line and you fill a you fill a bowl or a plate with your ingredients and you take it up to the uh, the chef station and they cook it for you right there in front of you on a on a big uh, griddle or yeah whatever you call it. Um, when I was working in Madison uh, at Century. My friend uh, William and I, we would go to Hoo-Hot. Uh, we, we went there from when it first opened. <laughs> and we went there a lot. We were, yeah, quite a few of the waitresses recognized us oh. on site and knew that we were good tippers. So they would they would take good care of us. So you had your designated table? Uh pretty close. I don't know that we always got the exact same one, but um, yeah, they, they took really good care of us. Because uh-huh. they, they saw us a lot. We were polite and good tippers, so uh, yeah, no, we... So I, I have had a lot of trips to Mongolian barbecue-style places. I love that. In fact, uh, we're going into Madison tomorrow and going for lunch at Hoo Hot was one of my suggestions to my wife. Um, we may do Indian, we may do Hoo Hot. Uh, yeah. But when I when I first met her, she had not tried that many different cuisines. Okay. Uh, so you know, of course, standard American stuff, Italian, Chinese... Mexican and Mexican. I think that was about her limit. So when we started, when I was courting, um, I took her to all kinds of stuff: so Indian, Japanese, Korean. Uh, I've taken her for Afghani. Uh, yeah, all all kinds of stuff. Um, so uh, Thai. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love if if I had to pick one cuisine to eat for the rest of my life, I would be torn between Indian and Oriental. And again, both of those come with lots of rice. I love rice. Uh, I think I just have to go with bratwurst. Hey, those, those are good too. Um, yeah. But now there's a lot of different kinds of bratwurst. Down at Weber's meat market in Cuba City, I think they have 30 kinds of bratwurst. They they probably do. I know in England we had many different types of sausages. Um, the sausages that we'd have, you know, if you went to a, a real butcher's shop, not just buying junk sausages at the supermarket, then they were basically like the brats you would get from a, a meat locker here. Right. And some of them were superb. In fact, the town I lived in in England before I came over to this country, a town by the name of Melksham, which is just big enough to appear on the map of Melksham. Uh, it was kind of a small town. Pleasant, though. Its butcher shop had 
got into the top 20 butchers in the country in a, some kind of sausage competition. And so their sausages that they made, and they made them right there at the, at the, the butchers, um, were you know, in the top 20 sausages in the country. And I thought they were superb, and I, I sampled them frequently. So I, I, <laughs> I'm not just going off once or twice here. I, I tried them fairly often, and they and were always delicious. And a lot of different delicious. types? Yes. Oh, yeah, they, they had, you know, you could get beef and pork, but then they would do, like, pork with apple or, yep. you know, uh, interesting, or beef and pork, all kinds of combinations, they were all wonderful. I never had, never had a less than magnificent sausage from it. Oh yeah, they'll put bacon in it and cheese and yeah. Oh, just different kinds, kinds of peppers of and different kinds of cheeses. Yes. And yeah, it's some hot spicy ones, some yep. mild ones. Oh, yep. they they had quite the selection. Um, that was that was really nice. I liked that. So, yeah, I I took to brats uh, very very quickly when I arrived in this country because they were like traditional made British sausages. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I like those. <laughs> Through the years, brats used to be very short and stubby. Now they're like hot dog size. They actually fill out a, a hot dog bun. I'm talking like well, maybe you know, I think, 40 I think years right. ago. They were, they were shorter 20-something years when I got here. Yeah, they were shorter. But then they added the length. And they were they were plumper, though. Right. But they were still bigger than most hot dogs are. Oh, yeah. yeah but then yes. you get some of these hot dogs made by the, the butchers, and they're so much better than the ones you get from the, the mass-produced meat markets, like yes. Oscar Mayer and... Uh, right. Whatever else there the, is. The place where they, they used every part of the pig except for the squeak. That's right. Yes. That's what you get in those hot dogs. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, this Thanksgiving, I am going to smoke some turkey breasts. I'm going to brine it. Excellent. Throw an extra one on and I'm coming over. All right. <laughs> And we're going to inject one, and then one we're going to brine, one we're going to inject with butter and um, chicken stock, and then cover with bacon. I've done that twice, and that turned out really good. The other one we're going to brine overnight, and we're going to put the turkey breast on my acorn together. And then I want to get some turkey thighs, brine that, and then indirectly cook that on my other grill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because once the now didn't uh, Anthony also buy you a turkey fryer? It's a fryer, yes. We did one of those at the Fourth of July. But the the turkey on and they were both good. I'm you know don't don't get me wrong, but the the one on the smoker, you know, I just like to smoke it and now that I know that I can hold heat in that thing for over 12 to 14 hours because oh, right. I forgot you to turn left it off. It on one of, yes, yes. Uh, you know, you can't go wrong with low and slow. That's right. So I'm oh, looking like six yeah. hours 
you know, just fine. That, that put it on at eleven. That does sound nice. <laughs> Except you know the uh, the thighs. I'm thinking. So you're gonna just put, so you won't put a whole turkey in it. You'll put no, just a, get the turkey. You know, you can buy the just turkey breasts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Without the legs and the the back and that kind of stuff. You know, without all that carcass. Is it a little bit more expensive? Yeah, but you know what? It's uh, you don't have to deal with the stuff you don't use. You know, right. you get the rib cage, and it's fine. Right. Which, yeah. Um, now, Shauna tends to make stock out of that. If we mm. get a turkey or, or a whole chicken, and we, we roast it, then she will make stock out of it. Yeah, Anthony does that, too. So I always save that for him. That does sound pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know what the rest of the menu is, but I that, figured... That, that's the important bit. That's the piece you're taking care of. And that's, yes. yes. And if that doesn't work, well, then I guess we go to the supermarket and get uh, roasted chicken. Or a couple of them. Actually, you know, those uh, chickens that they sell at the, the supermarket here, those are really good. They are. We haven't had them in a while. And they're relatively inexpensive in a way. Six, seven bucks, except closer to seven. Maybe they're eight by now with inflation. Yeah. Um, those things are good, and you know, there's, there's not much fat left in them because they're uh, they've been on that rotisserie, and they've just again kind of low and slow. Right. Right. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I love that. I do like cooking whole chickens indirectly. Okay. On the, the grill? Yes, on the grill. I have not tried that. Do you do anything specific to the, the chicken first? Do you sit it on foil? Well, I have been brining it, but prior to that, no. I, I would I would put a spray on it of vinegar, oil, and a little Worcestershire sauce. And then throw a little rub on it. But the vinegar... And the oil, they get the skin nice and crisp so all the moisture stays into the, the bird. Right. Nothing worse than dried out turkey. And when uh, we're cutting the turkey breast, now Anthony got me onto this, and it, it is this tastes so much better, is you, rather than cutting the long, slim pieces along the grain, cut it into medallions, the, mm. the breast. And it's much moister, much easier to chew. Maybe that's why I like dark meat more, because it always stays moist. Yes, I prefer the the dark meat on both chickens or turkey. Yeah. Unless you brine it and, and slow slow cook it, that's really good. <laughs> that does stay moist. It's all good at that point. Yes. It is all good then. Have you ever tried duck? Yes, and I do like it. Okay. I I love it. If we ever, you know, on, on the rare occasions we go to a restaurant that's fancy enough to, to offer something like duck on the menu, it's like, I'm getting it. I, I will order duck often even over steak. We don't, Lisa and I don't really go out much to restaurants you know many years ago the supper clubs were the big thing they were steaks and they were pork chops and 
Some places had lamb. Of course, places I love had, lamb. Yeah, Be, being British, I love well, lamb. Well, yeah, and they had always a fish, fowl. You know, sometimes they would have Cornish hens, duck. Very rarely would they have goose. Man, I think I don't the, know if I've had goose. I've had duck in lots of different ways. I duck at Japanese restaurants. That's what. Yes, fun. I have that too. They they cook it kind of crispy and it's delicious. Yes, I had duck one time at a restaurant in Door County with a cherry sauce because Door County and cherries just go together like like Door County and cherries. Yeah, quite so. <laughs> And have you ever, speaking of Door County, have you ever gone to a fish boil? Um, no. Because uh, despite the fact that I come from an island with a robust uh, fishing industry, I really didn't eat much fish other than like fish and chips. And so... Um, Arriving in this country, I never really got into the fish boil because most of the fish is, you know, the, the more of the white fish that you would catch from lakes or right. rivers rather than the the sea fish, the, you know, cod and haddock and stuff that I was used to having with fish and chips. So, so no, I've I've never been to a fish boil, and I've been to pitifully few fish fries either. I like fish fries on Fridays. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Yeah. That's a, that's a good uh, analyzation. Uh, no, I mean, that, that's wonderful. Uh, but I'm pretty much a fish and chips kind of guy. Uh, I did, you know, several years ago, get introduced to the joys of eating sushi. Okay. And I, and I really like that. Now, I think we talked about sushi before. We, we have mentioned it before. What are your favorite sushis? Well, the risk of sounding boring. Uh, I like salmon. Okay. Um, so the, the one place I go to, or used to go to, Takumi, up on the... Upper East Side. They have. Uh, you can get a lunch special there with three rolls, and so I would get salmon, salmon skin, and spicy salmon. Like oh, lots of salmon. Sounds like uh, you're a salmon guy. I so I like that. Uh, I like eel, um, tuna, which is interesting because I no longer like canned tuna I've just I hit that point in my life where I had eaten too much canned tuna and it's like nope I just don't eat that anymore okay <laughs> uh, but I, I liked sushi grade raw tuna okay And I think that's that's pretty much it. I've I've tried others. Um, I've had it with prawns or other 
different fish that I didn't recognize the names of, but you know, I was feeling adventurous. Uh, but uh, yeah, pretty much mostly salmon. <laughs> salmon and rice. And do you take any sauce with that? Oh yes, yes. I uh, I'll take some soy sauce and then I'll mix in the uh, wasabi a little bit, not too much. I don't want it to go too crazy. Um, and then I'll I'll dip it in that and eat it. And so you mix it together. Yeah, I, I you mix, uh, or at least that's how I was taught, and I like it. Uh, so you get some soy sauce. You can either just dip the the sushi roll in the soy sauce and then eat it, or if you like a little bit more heat, you can mix some of the wasabi in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I gradually worked my way up and got to the point where. I would get my soy sauce fairly hot <laughs> with the wasabi enough that like it would open the your air passages. The breathing was much easier after oh yeah consuming yeah. some wasabi. The uh, we haven't mentioned Quick Trip yet. That was my lunch the last two days. Angus burgers they were on okay. sale at Quick Trip yesterday and. I thought you were going to say you had some of the Quick Trip sushi. I have tried the Quick Trip sushi and it's very nice. Not. Oh, okay. Yes, I, I approve. Now, it's not Takumi, uh, and right. I have no idea if the chefs preparing it were Japanese. I know the chefs preparing it at Takumi are Japanese, because I can see them, and they, they look very Japanese. Okay, well, you know, talk about Quick Trip, uh, they do have these the pork tenderloin medallions like back. Okay. They wrap it in bacon. They were mm. absent for about a year, and now they're back. So Lisa and I did, and they're on sale. So I may tomorrow just go get some and throw them in the freezer. I like everything at Quick Trip. I'm I'm just a yeah. If it, comes, quick, if it comes from Quick Trip, it's good kind of guy. Well, yeah, you know, they, we got this brand new Quick Trip north end of town, and I have yet to be in it. You know, I haven't either. What's wrong with us? Well, I, I like our little quick trip down our end of the town. And that, you know, when that started, it was a much smaller because, quick because trip. Because I know who they are, and they know who like, I am. That's and right. I went in there today to buy some milk, and I was chatting with Mike. Oh, Mike, <laughs> yeah, Mike's a like He's a chatter. He's, oh, he's a riot. Yeah, I like Mike. <laughs> he calls me Billy. I call him Mikey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then there's Harry. Yep. Ida. Yeah. She always calls me Reverend Simon. Oh, Reverend Simon. Yeah. Ida, is, is she the one that always says everything is peachy? Yes, that would be Ida. <laughs> she, she's a riot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're all they're all very pleasant and nice. Yeah, it's such a, it's a, such a nice store. And, yeah, Harry, well, he's the manager, so I, I guess he's the one that hires me. He, he must have really good... A really good knack of hiring people because I don't think they've ever had a bad person there. No, no. No, Harry's a good guy. He runs a tight ship. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he does because it, it's always in good condition. It's clean, it's pleasant. Oh, All yeah. the stuff are very wonderful. I think yeah. they... They get inspected what once a month or like three every two three weeks something like that, 
they always do the Dodgeville North End and the downtown one at the same time. And I think there's a competition between the two of them. Oh, on who gets a better score? <laughs> it used to be that way. Now you know, being out of the business, going on three years, that uh, I kind of lose track of things. In fact, I saw an attorney today when I was coming back from a quick trip with my hamburger, my <laughs> Angus burger with cheese. Mm. Good choice. And thank you. And he and I just sat out in front of uh, the new 608 location, 608 screen print location, and we just chatted. He said, I haven't seen you around. What have you been doing? So I just kind of went through what, you know, what we've been going on. The goings on with grandkids and moving daughters and and this and that. Oh yeah, you're busy. Now your neighbor nearly forgot what you look like because he hadn't seen you enough. Well, I kind of forgot the neighborhood. <laughs> you know, it's just touch down, touch and go. It was like Lisa. She was here, did laundry, spent one night, packed up, and away she went. Quick trip to Columbus and back. Actually, all all the kids are within striking distance. Well, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Now that you can do that, you don't have to cross the state line to get to them. That's right. They're all within an hour from each other, so that's kind of good too. In fact, when we mine still haven't left home yet, but you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. So, doesn't take much for you to keep track of yours. But someday that may end too, you know, and you never know what's, you know, jobs and where people will be. Right. Well, Emily's on track to to graduate uh, in the spring semester. So I'm sure she's just itching to, to move out, which, you know, she's 21. It, it's, it's right and appropriate. You're right. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for her, and, and so I will be glad. It's interesting. A couple of years ago, I was the one who was not looking forward to uh, either of the girls moving out. Uh, my wife said, "Oh, they've got to go. They've got to go. It, it's good for them." And, and we've completely switched. I'm like, "Yep, they need to go. They need to get on with their own lives. Uh, love them. They can come back as often and visit as, as much as they like. But they yep. they need to get on with their own lives." And my wife's now like, "Oh, I don't want them to leave." <laughs> Isn't that the way it works? Yeah, that's what moms do. Well, but she wasn't like that, you know, like two or three, maybe four years ago. She, I was the one like, oh, I don't want them to leave. Well, that was, that's because it's in the future. Uh, yeah, but now... It's a different deal. It, it's getting closer. It's getting closer. Well, you know, that's what happens with age. you got to spread your wings and away you go. Yes, and that's it's right and proper, and they and they should. Well, yeah, you know, I'm not going to be around forever, and I mean, I'll just, I'll just text up a storm, and they'll. <laughs> well, know, you know, we'll, we'll with, keep in touch with communications now. You know, it's not like a hundred years ago where you don't know if anybody would get a letter or not. True. Yeah, I was talking with Anthony. He said, "Yeah, people used to mail kids." To see their grandparents. Yes, Post I've heard Yeah. Put them on the train on the way they went. I don't think you do anything like that now. Put a kid on a train. No. Airline, that's a different thing. 
Yeah, I suppose. But not not uh, solo travel for a little kid. Even airplanes is kind of risque now. Yeah. There's a lot of kooks out there. Well, and the food on the airplanes, terrible. You better, you know, don't go on an airplane hungry. Now, normally I would completely agree with you, but I'm going to have to say that we flew Air India one time. And they served a delicious curry. It was really nice. Well. In fact, from domestic, the moment you boarded the plane, you, you could smell. You knew the, it was on the lunch menu. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, like, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to being served the in-flight meal on this flight. <laughs> I don't think, Simon, I don't think I have flown for, I know it's been over 20 years. Maybe closer to 25. How long has it been since I flew? In terms of... The last time I was back in England was 2001. The summer of 2001. Two months before 9-11. Okay. (laughs) Um, Then... I did fly a couple of times for Land's End business trips. A couple in the the jet and a couple where the jet wasn't available so I had to go commercial. A couple of times up to Canada, which technically I guess that's international. It doesn't feel international flying to Canada. No. (laughs) Um, so yeah I probably haven't flown for nearly 15 years do you miss it yes and no now you don't even you get all your I, I don't miss all the kerfuffle of going through uh, the airports and Checkpoints and security. Yeah, I, I don't I don't miss that in the slightest. Um, and in this country, uh, I prefer now to drive somewhere. If we're, so, I don't, it five six years ago, we went out to Virginia, and we drove out because I wanted to see some more of America. <laughs> I've flown over a lot of America. I'd like to actually drive through some of it. Uh-huh. So uh, we, we took a vacation and we allowed uh, three days each way. Is it three days? Nearly three days, like two, two and a half days. Maybe it's three days on the way out. Uh, and we, we took some places in on the way to and on the way back and uh, enjoyed, the, enjoyed the drive tried to keep it you know maximum like six hours of driving a day so that that wasn't too tedious um, and we we hit some some interesting places on the way and, and stopped so that uh, I enjoyed that I, I like making the the travel part of the the whole trip mm-hmm. not just the 
we got to get there so everybody, you know. Hurry up and get there. Enjoy the trip. Yes. Yeah. Unless your destination is much nicer than any place along the route. Um, yeah, but like, like I said, I hadn't, um, I hadn't visited any of the places between, well, with the exception of Chicago, but once we got past Chicago, I was into places I had never been, and then we drove down to, you know, like Virginia, and uh, that was fascinating. Uh, I, I loved seeing the different scenery. And, Appalachian Mountains. Yep, we went over the, uh, the mountains, and yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that, and so... Um, I was glad that we, we drove instead of jumping on an airplane and just flying there. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that would be fun and you can look out the window and, and see the mountains as you're driving over them, but... Yeah, but, you know, from 35,000 feet, you can't see a lot of detail. Right. Yeah, so it was it was a lot of fun to uh, to drive there. So... Um... You're driving. What does that have to do with food? Cheat on the way. Stop in. Of, of course, I'm a, I'm a, stop and buy coffee, uh, every couple of hours kind of guy. So how did you and find snacks. the coffee? No coffee is as good as Quick Chips coffee. <laughs> it just is not. Uh, yeah. You're silent. You're thinking. Well, I, right. I'm. 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 The Quick Trip coffee is really good. I like their Kona Dark. Uh, that is really nice. So if I'm getting coffee at a, a gas station, then you remember the old uh, glass style coffee makers. I generally will avoid coffee made in those. If they got coffee in like those air pump containers, I'll get coffee there. Okay. Because the in the glass carrots where they're on the the those warmers. Oh they get it, it gets burnt. Yep. 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 Uh, and often you can smell that it's burnt. You're standing in front of them and you're like, Yeah, no, I think I'm gonna pass on that. And there's like a bog on the top of it too. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, but if they have the air pumps, then, I mean, even if it's not the best coffee, at least it isn't burnt. Right. And usually... Maybe it's cool. Usually they'll have a dark roast and a medium roast and a decaf. Uh, so, I'll, you know, I'll get the dark roast. It'll... At least it'll have some flavor. It may not be the best coffee, but it'll have some flavor. It won't be burnt. Yep. Uh, so, so I'll get that. Um, you don't always taste burnt as decaf coffee I can't drink decaf uh, well I don't try to drink decaf but uh, kind of takes the fun out of drinking coffee isn't uh, it supposed to keep you awake it's supposed to well they the the main reason well okay the main reason I don't drink decaf coffee is because there's no caffeine but the second reason I don't drink it is the process they use chemicals to leach the caffeine out of the beans all right. Um, I think there are more natural processes, but most 
most coffee, they just use chemicals to leach the caffeine out of it. Uh, so it's like, yes, I think I'm going to, I'm just going to pass on that. Let, let's not do that. Um, now, if I don't need to, to gas up, um, then sometimes we'll just stop, depending on what's available, sometimes we'll stop at a McDonald's because their regular coffee is not bad. I've had McDonald's coffee. Uh, when I first came to this country, it was the McDonald's coffee was okay. Because I used to drive over and back to, uh, to Burlington from, well, first of all, from Chicago up to Burlington, and then I moved to Iowa. And I would drive from Waterloo Cedar Falls over to Berlin. That's a long trip. It was a it was a long trip, so much coffee was required, mm-hmm. uh, especially driving in the evening after a long day at work. Mm-hmm. And on a Friday, yes. And then you'd probably wait until the last moment on Sunday to go back. Yes, you would be right. Uh, and so there, uh, I knew most of the gas stations on the on the route and most of their coffee wasn't that good uh there were a couple where where it was good but there was also mcdonald's on that was easy to easy on easy off kind of thing to to just get in there it was right on the uh, highway 11 and so i would get coffee there and when i uh, first started coffee was okay but it was better than the bad best the bad gas station coffee and then they upgraded their coffee and it was like oh that's actually fairly good and then i don't know probably like 10 years ago mcdonald's went to the mc cafe thing and their regular coffee got better again uh so while it is, seems strange to say positive things about McDonald's coffee, um, unless the store is really badly run, it generally isn't burnt. And as long as you get the, the dark roast, it's generally fairly flavorful. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, I, I'm pretty much usually always happy to stop at a, a McDonald's for coffee, because now one of the, and part of that is because uh, McDonald's has very consistent standards across all of its stores. You may not like their stuff, but whatever you get at store A, you drive a couple hundred miles away and you go to store B, it's going to be pretty much the same. Same they have, thing. They have yeah uh, consistency, which you know, you can you can argue for or against, uh, but I find that very helpful because then if I get a coffee and a McDonald's, it's I know what I'm about to get. Uh, it's consistent. Now, Quick Trip beats it, but oh yeah, there weren't that many Quick Trips around back when I was courting my wife. Well, there were hardly when I was driving back and forth from uh to Dodgeville. When in my early twenties, mid twenties, mid to early twenties, um, there was, I knew every spot, little cafe you could get coffee at, and they were like twelve ounce cups. Yes. Twelve ounce white styrofoam cups, and you had to <laughs> cut a hole in the top. And I think it was perforated; you could just yep. pull it off. Well, I think I would make three trips. 
three stabs. Okay. Yeah, it, it's funny when you make a a longer journey on a regular basis, you start getting used to. Okay, I'm going to stop at this place. I'm going to stop at that place, and you you get to know them. And uh, well, Elise and I, we don't stop for coffee once in a while. You know, if a gas station, you know, we'll stop and get gas station coffee. But otherwise, it's Quick Trip, which is still a gas station, but where you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. Because they have these, as we talked about earlier, the testers that go by and they that check every quick trip every three weeks or two weeks or a month, whatever it is. Wouldn't that be a job? Whew, yeah. Be a quick trip <laughs> inspector. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll just be inspecting this breakfast sandwich uh, if anybody needs me. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I love their... Their breakfast sandwiches, the uh, the sausage in a croissant bun. Have you ever had the sausage egg in a waffle? I have. That's too sweet for me. Is it? Yeah. Well, for a guy that likes dark roast, yeah. I've had one or two oh, of those. And I have good. enough sweetness in my life. Oh, you sure is. do. Yes. You got carrot cakes and... Oatmeal raisin cookies coming at you what, next Lovely week. Wives, week delightful children. Yes, yeah. I, I have so much sweetness in my life already. <laughs> but you don't put sugar in your tea. I do not. No, uh, no sugar, no honey, nothing like that. Nor in my coffee. But I don't put anything in my coffee. I put a little uh, half and half. Cut the acid a little bit. I have done that occasionally if I've been forced to buy bad gas station coffee. I'll put some half and half in it because it, it covers up the, well, not completely, but it, it somewhat mitigates the burned or... or the, the ones they, in the, they didn't in the make crafts. This, yeah, they didn't make this coffee as, as well as I would have made it. 